Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I am your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear and our. Post-COVID edition. Post-COVID, because guess what, guys? We said last week Jason wasn't sick, and he was. And he was really sick with COVID. So we're both recovered. Jason does sound a little stuffy, but we're on the other side of it, and we're all now healthy. So huzzah. We made it to be able to deliver this podcast to you tonight. Well, when you listen to it, maybe in your car on the way to work tomorrow. But we're going to be talking about Arizona football uh, the win totals were out in Vegas today, so we have some questions around that. And I guess we're just going to jump right in. Jump right in, so, Shelby. Boom. Number one, Arizona's win total in Vegas from one outlet was released, and it is over under two and a half wins. What was your original thoughts when you saw this, Jason? Well, let's look at the context of this, Shelby. It is the lowest in the Pac-12. Ooh. That means that Vegas believes that Arizona is the worst team in the Pac-12, or at least will finish with the least amount of wins because it takes out-of-conference uh, schedule in mind. Colorado is at three-and-a-half wins, so those are the two worst teams. I don't think off the top of my head there's anyone at four-and-a-half. There's a bunch of teams at five-and-a-half wins, including ASU. So my first reaction was, uh, I thought that it would be at three and a half. Um, you know, look, at the end of the day, Arizona was still one of the worst teams in the country last season. And it still has to get over that or kind of get rid of that stigma. Got to earn some stripes. Right. You got to earn it. Right. And I know there's people on the board saying that Arizona's going to make a bowl game. I think that's crazy, but we'll say that for another podcast. My initial reaction is that I, th I think it's low. I really do. It does but feel low. I also understand it because we've said this before. There is no gimme game with Arizona's out of conference. You look at everyone's like ASU's a five and a half. People say, my God, five and a half. ASU sucks this season. Well, they play NAU in Eastern Michigan. So that's two wins right there, right? And then, you know, you look at other teams and they've got these easy. Well, Arizona's got at San Diego State in a brand new stadium. They got North Dakota State, which is one of the, the best teams in the country in their division. And they got an SEC school in Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. It is very possible, if not likely, that Arizona is an underdog in those three games. Did Greg Byrne pick the schedule? Uh, it's, football schedules are set. It's so different than, than basketball. It's set like 40 years in advance. I could see Arizona as a favorite at North Dakota State because it's at home. I would not be surprised if Arizona's like a three-point underdog. Like, that's a that's a good football team. So, right there, let's say Arizona goes 0-3. Well, now all of a sudden, you think Arizona's going to get three conference wins. So, really, it comes down to this. Do you think Arizona will be able to steal an out-of-conference game? And in my opinion, I do. I do, too. So, I believe that Arizona is low, but I also get the rationale behind it if that makes sense yeah it's fair i think it's fair but there's always the uh intangibles especially with arizona football so all right what 
what is Arizona's biggest obstacle to getting more than the two and a half? By the way, while you were asking that, I was looking up Colorado's schedule. And now I don't, so Colorado's at three and a half, right? Right. Well, they've got TCU at home, at Air Force, at Minnesota. So that's not Arizona, Colorado. That's going to be the game of the year. Anyway, sorry. Arizona's biggest obstacle to getting more than the two and a half wins is very simple. I'm going to go away from what I just said in number one because the biggest obstacle is clearly the schedule. Arizona's got one of the hardest schedules in the country. Right? So the biggest obstacle to me is the defense. And I know that's kind of a large overarching Quite a large answer. answer. But I, I just... Um, I just think that at the end of the day, uh, I'm laughing because my dad just texted me that now my brother-in-law has COVID. So literally the whole Shear family has had COVID like this past week. So anyway. Except our oldest daughter who is- Knock on wood, dude. True story. I I emailed my dad the night before I got COVID. I said, COVID is for losers. Colds are for winners. I don't have COVID. And then I woke up with a fever and I have COVID. Like five hours after that email. And all he did was forward me that email. So he's an asshole. Anyway, back to... <laughs> Sorry, David. Um, so, biggest obstacle is the defense. Look, it's the personnel on the defense. Um, there's still some major gaps. It's the defensive transition. We don't know really at the end of the day what the defense is going to look like. Um, do I think it could be better than last year? Yeah, but it's not like... Look, Arizona forced like one turnover all last year. Or at least it felt that low. It was stupid low. Um, and then, of course, you know, the red zone offense. If you want to look at the offense, I think the offense will be better. But the offensive line kind of makes me a little skeptical. But I think games this season will be won on Arizona's ability to increase the red zone productivity. And then the defense. I have a lot of questions about the defense. And it's not a knock on the players or the coaches. It, it, anytime there's a lot of change, you can't just say, it's man, just Arizona's going to go from bad to freaking awesome. If they're going to be, it's just hard to do. Like even with the offense, I think the offense is going to be much better. But the reality is, it can't be worse. It was bad. It was really bad. So what's much better? Like eighth in the conference, which still isn't very good. We just need some but if games. Arizona's offense, we just need like some right. games. That's all we're looking for. If Arizona's offense finishes eighth in the conference, you're like, well, hell yeah, that's way better than it was last year, right? So. Um, I know it's kind of an overarching answer, but there's not like one thing where I point to. Like last year, I would have said quarterback play. No doubt in my mind, quarterback play is the biggest obstacle. I don't feel that way again. Um, You know, I I think there's a little more to it uh, this season. Uh, You mentioned you think it will be over. Why is that? I'm glad you asked, Shelby. Thanks, babe. The reason I feel it'll be over is because two and a half wins to me is you're basically not allowing for any upsets. Like, I think Arizona could beat ASU this year. I think ASU is in shambles. I think Arizona could beat Colorado. I think Arizona could beat North Dakota State at home. I could think that Arizona could go to San Diego State with a new quarterback. San Diego State has a lot of new roster pieces. Braxton Burmeister, revenge game. You know, he's been Also, a... we're going to be at that game. Yeah, I'm going to be at that game because I love San Diego. I'll be there next week. And, uh, you know, I just think that when you look at Arizona's schedule... I just feel like, look, I'm not saying Arizona's a bold team. I, again, I said that earlier. I think that's nuts. Pop, props to all you guys that can go through life that optimistic. I'm not one of them. But I think Arizona can beat one, one of those home games. I don't think they'll go 0-3 and not at a conference. At Cal, to me, is a winnable game early in the year. 
Colorado at Arizona is a winnable game. Washington State at home is a winnable game, and ASU at home is a winnable game. I I think that if I was, I I think that. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Arizona is, to me, a 2.5. Let's say, like, Arizona wins two games. Huge disappointment. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any defending that if you're Jetfish. I think if Jetfish wins, like, four games, cool. Like I said in the message board, like, that's fine with me. There needs to be some kind of tangible improvement. Two wins, to me, feels like nothing. It's just a huge disappointment from where this team was last year uh, to this year. And if you look at last year's losses... And again, we've said this on our podcast. There wasn't a blowout moment. There was those moments where they rallied and our offense just wasn't good enough. Our quarterback play wasn't good enough. But if it had been like, what, 25% better, there were always games where it's like, holy crap, Arizona might win this game. And and that is what was frustrating. So if you have any market improvement in your quarterback play – in your defense, being able to you know well, there are make a lot of like, stops. I mean, there could be some wins there. Like, look, let's 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 just go from the beginning. Okay, let's do it. BYU they lost by eight. I I won't say that was a win. And it's game. always fourth quarter. It was. Too. It was. But I won't say it's winnable. I won't get crazy. NAU if Arizona had a quarterback that could Ugh. actually throw the ball down the field, they would have won that game. They should have won that. game. I mean, that was some of the worst quarterbacking you've ever seen. Oregon, I'm not going to say they should have won at Oregon, but that wasn't a 41-19 to game. Like, Arizona had five turnovers and were in the game going into the fourth quarter, right? The Washington game wasn't awful. You know, only lost by five. USC game, only a touchdown. Utah game, only by nine. You know, the, the, the worst games, obviously, the UCLA game was ugly. Uh, at Colorado was obviously, like, the dad, the, you know, that was the, the low point of the season. Um, it, I have a, I, the low point of the season actually might have been the win over Cal. It's one of the worst football games I've ever seen. But, <laughs> um, but we'll take a W. Right. And so, like, they were in a lot of these games. And really, you say to yourself, well, if Arizona had a red zone offense, how many wins would it would have? So let's just add two. Mm-hmm. Well, Arizona's a three-win team. Beat the over. Yep. Right? And so that way to me is, like, if I think that Jaden Delora is that much better than a Will Plummer, Gunner Cruz, and I do, then – it's difficult for me not to just add two wins and say, you know what? Quarterbacking is worth two wins. Arizona's a three to four win football team. I don't want to jump ahead because of one of our questions later. But I just believe that um, it'll be over because I am confident that the jumping quarterback in overall personnel and depth, like at the wide receiver position, I'll just say I think the offense is going to be good enough to win more football games than last year. That's it. That's the simple Boom. Okay, boom. That was a long answer, but I Woo! like it. Number four, looking at the schedule, are there any games you feel really good about? Any games you don't? We've already touched base on a couple, but we'll we'll go more in depth. No. Oh, okay, wait. okay, podcast over. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, let's just go through it, right? Okay. Uh, I don't feel great about at San Diego State, but I don't think it's impossible. I don't yeah. feel great about versus Mississippi State, but I don't think it's impossible. And I don't feel great about North Dakota State. But I don't think it's impossible. 
Same thing with Cal, right? Like, Arizona, I'm not saying Arizona's going to go 4 And Cal's always a wonky game. But I don't think Arizona's going to be major underdogs in any of those games. Like, I think when San Diego starts, Arizona will probably be four and a half, five points. Mississippi State, same, same deal. Um, Colorado at Arizona, Arizona should win that game. Uh, Oregon at home, family weekend, Arizona should lose that game. But at, it'll be fun. At Washington, I don't think Washington's very good, but going at Washington in October, Ugh. we've done that before. We went on our honeymoon. Right? It was crap. It's hard to win there. Versus USC, homecoming, not happening. At Utah, not happening. So then you get at UCLA. I don't see why not. Maybe. Maybe. But then you get Washington State at home and ASU at home, which are two very winnable games. So when I look at the schedule, the games I probably feel pretty good about, there's probably two or three and there's probably two or three that are more up in the air. There's a lot of demoralizing losses, like, in between those wins, though. Like, how yeah, do you, like, like go lose, 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 lose? Okay, we're going to beat I mean, ASU at the end of the season? You look at Arizona's schedule, and it's It's, it's trash. so hard. It's trash, because you go versus Oregon. <laughs> I'm laughing. Oregon at home, at Washington, USC at home, at Utah, at UCLA. God like, damn is, it, Greg <laughs> Byrne. Like, he, that's the Pac-12. It's like, what are we doing here? Right, that's just a diarrhea schedule. So, you know, and I've said it, like, Arizona has a, a stupid schedule. Like, it's stupid. And we had a debate, remember, um, on the message board, I was like, dude, I'd, I'd buy out North Dakota State. And people were like, no, that's embarrassing. And I, I was like, look, I don't care about embarrassing. I care about wins. And, you know, the joke <laughs> is, you, you know, you schedule, like, a team like NAU and Arizona lost to a team like NAU. I don't care. Right, you schedule like you look at future schedules. Right, 2023, NAU at Mississippi State, the return game, UTEP. That's what I like. Mm -hmm. 2024, New Mexico and NAU at home at Kansas State. Heck yeah. 2025, I'm going all the way. Hawaii, Weber State, Kansas State. Hell yeah. And then again, you got the great idea. 2028 at Nebraska. 2030, if I'm still alive, at Virginia Tech. And then, 2032, when I'm, how old am I in 2032? I don't know. 10 years, I'll be 50? What? Right? Yeah, sure. No, 48. Yeah, oh, thanks, baby. At Alabama. Wow. If Nick that Saban happens. Be, Nick Saban might be dead by then. If so. that happens. Yeah, Lane Kiffin coached Alabama. It'll wow. Be fun. So, if college football exists. But I'm all about that Weber State, Utah type of deal. That's the kind of schedule Arizona needs. You know, Rich Rod had it right. Yeah, and that's you what you need those, to succeed. If you, it's not just succeed. If you want to rebuild your program and kind of trick people into wins, like, oh, look at that team. They got five wins this year. What a rebound. Like, no, we played shit teams all year. Like, we only really won two conference games. But that's what I would do when rebuilding a program. But feel really good about probably like two games. Okay, that's fair. All right, last question, number five. It's only May, and a lot can change, but what is the Jason Shear over, under? I'm, I'm, so it's got to be the half. you got to have the half in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm in between three and a half and four and a half. I think four and a half is really high. Yeah. I think three and a half is fair. I could see Arizona winning three games, which is still two wins more than last year. Still a jump. You're doubling the amount, tripling the amount of wins. But I could see it winning. Arizona only had one win last year. Mm, true, true. I'm good at math. Don't worry. Or you could say Arizona wins four games in which, I mean, we're just going nuts. Wow. That would I mean, be amazing. People are shrieking in the street. So I would say I would have had it three and a half. Um, I think Colorado and Arizona are probably even. 
I, I, I don't think there's a big difference in between those two teams. Colorado has a buffalo, though. Whatever. <laughs> I ate buffalo once. Or is it bison? Are they the same thing? I believe they are. I'll eat anything. I don't care. I'll eat a cougar. I'll eat a husky. No, I won't eat a husky. Now I'm going through the conference teams of... Duck. I'd eat a duck. I'd I know, eat... but ASU, it's a... I'd eat, I'd eat beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to... was waiting. <laughs> waiting for you to say that. Yeah. I hope you guys are laughing right now. Because <laughs> yeah. he's blushing. Like, um, really bad. Cougar? Yeah, but how do you eat a sun devil? Uh, you go to church. Forks up, baby. Gucci Mane's on TV. The, so, yeah, but they're not watching the TV with us as we record this. I'm sorry, I got distracted by Gucci Mane and the big baby who is now 600 pounds, it looks like. Anyway, with that being said, one week from today, we will be preparing to go to Disneyland. We're going to pre-record a bunch of podcasts. We're going to have questions and such. There will be basketball news this week, I promise. It'll be good. So we'll have another podcast probably within the next 48 hours. What could it potentially Blenry be about? Blenry Blenry Bleesart? Who's, yeah. who's that? We'll find out. Anyway, thank you for joining Shelby and I. We're going to go find out who has COVID now. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs> you know what the best part of this next week is going to be, Shelby? What? Preparing for all the uh, eventual hell that's going to come up as soon as I get in that car and start driving to Anaheim next week. I know. It's, I'm going to have to monitor your phone as we I drive. like planning and then just throwing it out the window, literally and figuratively. Because we got a commitment. If you're going to be in Disneyland, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll go on Space Mountain together. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Deucible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.